TED Audio Collective. It's TED Talks Daily. I'm Elise Hugh. One of the most stunning political changes we witnessed this year is among the most tragic. The fall of Afghanistan to Taliban forces meant immediate danger to women and girls who educator Shabana Basij Rasik has been working with for years. In her talk from TED Women 2021, she shares her story of resilience, adaptation, and issues a call to all of us to not look away from Afghanistan. Support comes from Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial, when the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. The best place to see stars is at home with Prime Video. Get everything included with Prime, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Rent or buy hits like Mean Girls, starring Renee Rapp. Or add-on channels like Max for the HBO original Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. You've never seen so many stars in one place. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership not required to rent or buy. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for TED Talks Daily is from Progressive, home of the Name Your Price tool. You can say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote. Visit Progressive.com to get started. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nine years ago, I stood on a stage a lot like this one. It was at the TED Woman Conference in Washington, D.C. back in 2012. I was 22 years old, a woman with a college degree. That's nothing too exceptional to say here in the United States. In Afghanistan, my homeland, women like me were the exception. It had been a little over a decade since the fall of the Taliban regime, a time when it was quite literally illegal for girls to go to school. The Afghan people had spent that decade rebuilding our nation and our lives. And when I stood on that TED Woman stage, I challenged the world to dare to educate Afghan girls. The way I had just started doing at a place in Kabul called the School of Leadership, Afghanistan, or SOLA. Afghanistan is a country of hope and boundless possibilities. And every single day, the girls of Sola remind me of that. Like me, they are dreaming big. That was then. And this is now. And the Taliban are back. But I want you to know I haven't stopped dreaming, neither have those girls of Sola. We have taken our dreams and adapted them. Agility, adaptation, resilience. These concepts are core to everything that Sola is. We have faced the uncertainty of what might be, and we have turned it into the certainty of what will be. I'll explain. 
Back in 2012, we ran a program where girls lived at solar, but primarily studied at high schools in Kabul, and we secured scholarships for these girls to pursue their education overseas, including here in America. It worked. It worked well. But I realized I was contributing to something I never wanted to see—a brain drain of Afghanistan's educated women. So I realized I had to adapt. I wanted to educate Afghan girls, who would become educated Afghan women, who would then educate other girls, and all of them together over time would build a new Afghanistan from the bottom up, and they would be among its leaders. I needed a place where these girls would learn to read English and Quran. I needed a place where the administration and instructors would be women, a place where, with the notion of female leadership, Afghan female leadership, would become norm for every student. I needed a place that, quite simply, did not exist in Afghanistan. So my team and I created it. In 2016, Sola became a full-fledged. Boarding school for girls, the first and only in Afghanistan. That year, we enrolled 24 girls in sixth grade. By 2021, we had enrolled nearly 100 girls in grades six to 11. I'll tell you something I'm very proud of. In 2016. We drew girls from 14 of Afghanistan's 34 provinces. This year, we have girls from 28 provinces. Imagine you're a girl from one of these provinces coming to Sola. You've probably never lived away from your family, but when you arrive on campus, an older sister will be there for you. She will be beside you as you pray in the campus mosque. She will eat with you. She will help you with your schoolwork. You are from different provinces, different ethnicities, but you are united by sisterhood, by your identity as Afghan girls. Educating girls, breaking barriers—this is what we do at Sola. We became. Known for this nationwide, Par- parents came to us from across Afghanistan, asking us to admit their daughters. I remember one, part- one father in particular, from a rural province, and one of his daughters was already a student with us. This was back in 2019, and I remember him coming to campus and sitting in my office. He was trying to convince me to admit another one of his daughters. On his way out, he stopped in the doorway, turned around, and looked at me, and completely calmly he said, "When the Taliban come back, please promise that you will burn my daughter's records. If the Taliban know my daughter studies here, they will kill my family." Remember. This was 2019, two years ago. 
He didn't say if the Taliban come back. He said when. I promised him that I would do what he asked. And this summer, I did. We set this fire to protect every girl who has ever studied at Sola. This was mid-August, right as the Taliban were about to enter Kabul. Less than two weeks later, nearly 250 members of the Sola community, students, staff, and family members were out of Afghanistan and safe in the nation of Rwanda. I will say this again. When you face the uncertainty of what might be, you can turn it into the certainty of what will be. Sola's departure from Afghanistan made headlines. And I think it has drawn the attention partly because how swiftly the Taliban took over Afghanistan and how quickly so much of what was beautiful about my country turned to dust. But what these stories don't usually tell you is that we had been quietly planning for the, this day of our departure for most of the year. I had that conversation with my student's father in December 2019. The United States signed an agreement with the Taliban in February 2020. And the U.S. announced its unconditional withdrawal from Afghanistan in April 2021. These dates were like signposts on a road I never wanted to be on. I couldn't see far enough down that road to be certain about its end. But what I was certain of was that I would not sit passively by and let that road lead me. This spring, we started making plans to bring our students overseas for a study abroad program. This takes time. We needed to identify potential host nations. We needed parents to grant permission. We needed to speak with officials and gather our resources. It takes time, and all the while, you're moving down that road, going faster, gaining momentum toward what lies at the end. There is a lot about this that I still cannot talk about. Some of it is for security reasons, and some of it is for personal reasons. This is still very raw for me. I never imagined Afghanistan would fall as fast as it did. No one imagined it. But I will tell you this. On August 1st, we were bringing our students back to Kabul after their semester break. On August 15th, the Taliban were in Kabul and in control. 
And on August 30th, we were holding our second day of classes at our new campus in Rwanda, with our entire community together and safe. That is how fast things can move, and that's what anyone—not just me, but anyone—can accomplish when you accept the uncertainty of what might be, and through careful contingency planning, turn it into the certainty of what will be. You will find yourself somewhere new, and different, adapting, and succeeding. And sometimes, you will know you have left a light on to help you find your way home. Earlier, I talked about Sola's campus in Kabul. That campus is a series of rented buildings that we have converted into classroom and residential space. This is the land where we're going to build a permanent campus, where Afghan girls will come to live and study in safety. We knew we would face opposition, and we planned for it. We spoke with our neighbors, explaining how valuable an educated girl is to her family, explaining how one day their daughters could apply to study at Sola. And our neighbors became some of our strongest allies. We spoke with high-level government officials. Who complained that this land was too valuable to be wasted on educating girls, and we convinced them otherwise. Those officials, of course, aren't in government anymore. Afghanistan has new leaders, and while this is a sensitive topic, I can say that it is quite possible that construction on this new campus might resume relatively soon. Time will tell. Nine years ago, I stood on a TED Woman stage, and I said, "Afghanistan is a country of hope and boundless possibilities." And every single day, the girls of Sola remind me of that. Like me, they're dreaming big. Earlier this year, I was on Sola's campus in Kabul, interviewing. A girl who was applying for sixth grade. I asked her why she wanted to come to Sola, which is a question I ask all our applicants. She said, "I have dreamed of this. I've dreamed of coming to Sola ever since I was a little girl. In all these years that I have interviewed girls from across Afghanistan." This was the first time that a young girl said that to me. Why do I keep doing what I do, despite the risk that comes with it and all the uncertainty? Because Afghanistan is a country of hope and dreams. It's my home, and it always will be. And now, out there in the most remote corners of Afghanistan, are young girls dreaming to attend Sola. My community, my students are settling and thriving in Rwanda. 
And I'm so grateful we're there. I see Afghanistan now through TV news reports or on my phone when friends are still in Afghanistan call me. But Sola is there too. We have planted roots that can never be destroyed. Nine years ago, I challenged the world to dare to educate Afghan girls. Those girls are young women now, and they will do what Afghan women have always done, meet uncertainty head-on and rise above it. I know they will do their part, but they, we, need something from you. So today I issue another challenge to the world. Do not look away. As the noise dies down and Afghanistan slips from the front pages, do not look away. In nine years, it will be the year 2030. It's the year I will celebrate my my 40th birthday. So here's my dream, my birthday wish. In nine years, I hope to be speaking with you again from Sola's campus in Kabul with all my students there. I will see you then if you do not look away. Thank you.